Welcome back, podcast community. My name is Cam King. This is Three Questions Podcast, episode number 64. And I want to give a huge shout out to the person that submitted these questions. Her name is Brittany, and she's down in Mexico currently. Good questions that she submitted. I know it's been a couple weeks since I've uploaded my last podcast. I've been slamming, slamming busy, and it is honestly my goal to get new episodes out to you on Tuesday and Thursday. But let's hop right into it with question number one. I want to pump out a few podcasts today. So episode 64, question number one from Brittany. Number one, do guys prefer independent women? So really interesting conversation piece that I had recently. And with the changing world here in 2024, I want to be able to answer this as independently as I possibly can. I know a lot about men. I know only as much as I've experienced about women and from some of the books that I've read and some of the things that I've experienced myself. So I do, the last thing I want to appear is to be referential or appear to be sexist because I am not. I was raised by a single mother. I greatly, I watched her work her ass off on stuff to protect me and to provide for us until she married her high school sweetheart who adopted me when I was nine. And then I was raised by both of them. And he has been an an absolutely incredible father. And I really, really have respect, a lot of respect for both of them. So I'm going to answer this and say, do guys prefer independent women? I would say Yes, but preferentially, I think it's in a man's nature, a traditional man's nature to want to protect and provide. I think that at the end of the day, majority of people on earth would probably agree that it falls on the man to protect and provide. And I think that instinctively, men's hardwiring and biological structuring outweighs the advancements that we've made in our society over the past 40, 50, 60 years. So I'll say this, I think that it's hardwired in a man's nature to want to protect and provide. And I think that when instinctively he meets a woman who is independent, who is making her own money, who has her own routines and hobbies and friend friend group and experiences and interests outside of that relationship, I think that can very much intimidate a man. And I think that weak men will try to control that or will try to manipulate that or try to affect that. And that is when I think relationships can become very unhealthy. I think that a strong man will recognize an independent woman or a strong woman and give her the space that she needs to live her life while also reinforcing and setting his own boundaries so that she knows where the lines in the sand are of of doing something like that. I've been in relationships before where I've dated women who have had a number of male friends or have done things that made me uncomfortable and I have refused to walk away. And that made me lose respect for myself because ipso facto by not walking away i was accept accepting a form of i don't want to say disloyalty that i i wasn't really comfortable with and that kind of stuck with me for a long time and that was a good lesson and it wasn't necessarily that that woman was being independent but she did something that i i should have walked away from looking back at the time and i did not granted when we fail to communicate our boundaries in relationships, this can really result in a lack of respect for one another, or this can result in hurt or resentments being foregone or being held onto for a very long time. I'm sure we've all been in relationships where our partners have brought up something that happened months or even years ago, and that feels unfair. Uh, and when we hold on to that weight energetically, I think that can really slow down a relationship or inhibit your growth. And I don't think that that's necessarily a good thing. So to get back to the the main reference point, do guys prefer independent women? 
I would say instinctively no, but a good man or a strong man will not consider that as being a threat and he will find a way to empower that woman. I think he'll find a way to continue to protect and provide. And I think most importantly, he and she will find a way to communicate their needs and be able to have those tough discussions so that everybody knows where everybody kind of exists and the lines are in the sand. And I think that those conversations should happen almost weekly in a relationship. It doesn't need to be all the time, but I think that having those discussions and sitting down for dinner and really getting into the nitty gritty of that sort of stuff is very, very healthy for relationships overall. And that's kind of all I have for question number one. I'm going to hop into question number two from Brittany. So question number two is what makes men feel emasculated in relationships? Great question. This is something that I, I talk about a lot in my personal coaching as well. And to answer this, I think men feel emasculated relating back to question number one, when their ability to protect and provide is reduced. So I think, yes, we're talking about uh, biology here, but when a man is not working on his purpose or he's not working on his body or he's not developing skills and when he's not attaining some sort of confidence or competency in anything in his life, and that's that's a point where a man can feel stagnation overall in his life and that can really, really move on to other things. I've been in this position before. I felt like I've just been stuck, whether it's been on a plateau or at a job or in a position or in a school or anything where I feel like I just wasn't advancing and that certainly kind of shook me to my core. And that in and of itself made me feel more emasculated than a woman ever has. I don't think that men necessarily feel emasculated by women. I think society has a way of degrading what it means to be a man today or blurring the lines of what it means to be a man today. And that's a very, very challenging thing. And I think men need to look at that and men need to recognize the system of movies and uh, TV shows and music that is really kind of trying to emasculate men as a whole. But I think men can avoid those pitfalls, number one, by recognizing that system. And number two, working on themselves, their body, their mind, their business, their money, their side projects, learning more about women and dating and sex and going on adventure and putting themselves outside of their comfort zone. I think when a man does that, everything else in their lives can fall into place. So it kind of boils down to priorities, right? If you're feeling emasculated, especially in a relationship, number one, have you set the proper boundaries? Number two, why are you allowing that? And number three, what are you doing about it? Okay, you should never allow someone to disrespect you and whether they are consciously or subconsciously, your goal, and write this down, your goal should be to go where you are being celebrated, not tolerated. And anytime that you feel like you're in a position where you're just being tolerated at work, at school, at the house, in a relationship, that's something that you need to address as a man. Not from an ego perspective, but holy cow, man. Like, figure out why you're being disrespected and choose not to allow that by walking away and keeping your head, head held high. Whether someone breaks up with you or you break up with them or you get fired or you decide to leave a job, understand that, hey, that person disrespected you and that's not something that you're ever going to allow in your life again. It's as simple as that. So when people in particular, when men feel emasculated, you need to look at why you are allowing that in the first place. If you've allowed it once, hey, that's a good learning point. You're never going to allow this to happen again. You need to walk away right now. If it's happened a second time or it's happened a third time or it's happened repeatedly, that's 
something internal to the point where you are allowing people to go far past your boundaries and disrespect you and emasculate you. And that is something where you need to actually draw a line in the sand and say, hey, here's my protocol for when someone emasculates me. I walk away from that situation. I'm not going to allow people in my life who don't choose me or conversely who choose to emasculate me or try and tear me down. I can't tell you the number of men that I've seen in relationships whose women have straight out disrespected them in a public setting or a public place. Um, that's happened to me a couple of times. And I've seen it happen to my friends where my friends just shut down. And obviously men cannot act out emotionally or else we lose respect for one another. But when women really have meltdowns or fights or disagreements and, you know, they act out emotionally, uh, that can be really tough for a man to handle. And I, I, I've seen most men just shut down and they sort of allow it. I don't know what typically happens after that. I think for me, I tend to withdraw for a long time before I can process what's happened. And I allow that other person to cool down. And looking back, I think that I, again, I wish I had chosen to walk away in a few of those situations permanently. So really look at when you're feeling emasculated, look at why that's happening and ask yourself why you're not doing anything about it, in particular, walking away. Do not engage with people that emasculate you at work. Do not engage with people that emasculate you in relationships or in friendships or anything else. If someone is tearing you down on a consistent basis more than they are building you up, that's something that you need to be able to recognize. So that's all I got for that. That's five questions or excuse me, five minutes for that question. And number three, since we are rolling here, do women think lower of men that make less money? I'm going to read that again. Do women think lower of men that make less money? I would say short answer, yes. Short answer, yes. I think that women will look down upon a man that makes less money than them. Now, when it comes to long-term ability, if you are making less money than you women, that you are going to lose respect. You're going to lose power. You're going to lose leverage. And I'm not just talking about control in relationships, but relating back to question number one, biologically, I think is a man's ability to protect and provide. And a man's value is based upon his ability to keep his word and then the services that he can render to that company, to that relationship, to whatever. So you, your value as a man completely based upon the skills that you can bring to the table, and then also your ability to keep your word and, and essentially be trustworthy. And if you can't do either one of those two things, either you have no skills or you're not trustworthy, you're not going to make a lot of money. If you're trustworthy and you have a lot of skills, you're going to make a lot of money guaranteed. And then your capability and your ability to protect and provide greatly, greatly increases. And that I think is the recipe. So rewind this 30 seconds and listen to that again. But when you finally understand that that is the system, you will change your focus from chasing women or playing video games or being addicted to sugar, weed, alcohol, porn, and you will start to focus on building and acquiring skills, whether those are digital skills or tangible skills like plumbing, being good at uh, electricity or building houses or fixing cars, whatever side project that you have. As a man, it's your job to sort of amass a series of skills that you can bring value to any kind of organization. And again, whether that's leadership or in the military or whatever it is, it's your job to amass these skills. Now, going back to the fact when a woman makes more money than a man, I think it's deeper than that. I think psychologically, it tells, it puts the woman in a role where she now has to protect and provide and figure out a budget or if something happens, 
that that stress, that financial burden can essentially fall on her. And I think that that is a psychological burden for women that feels that feels and can be very unnatural. I think men are better suited to take on potential risks. I think men are are, are more risk taking than women overall. I think women tend to be risk averse and that that shouldn't be the my, here's my thought. That shouldn't be the position that women are in, right? If something happens to the kids or something happens to the family or there's some sort of financial situation, I think it according to nature it probably feels unnatural for them to be placed in that risk taking position. They shouldn't have to bear the brunt of that. And to lead the family for a long time financially or to worry about bills or to have all of that potential stress fall on the woman in a relationship, I think that that is very unnatural in the order of nature and and kind of natural law. So I think that it should fall on the man. I think a man should protect and provide. And I think that when a woman is placed in that role for too long, I think that puts pushes an undue amount of stress onto the women and forces her to change her priorities, which again goes against kind of nature and natural law. And again, this is my take just based upon the books that I've read and the things, the conversations that I've had and the the content that I've consumed. I don't consider myself to be a conservative or a right-wing person, but I do look at the order of nature and kind of natural law, and I kind of like to share these things. So Overall, great questions, Brittany. I will definitely be hitting you up for more and adding you to the podcast list. Uh, I really appreciate you sending these in. And new three questions podcast uh, episodes will be coming out on Tuesday and Thursday. Again, I'm doing my absolute best. I kind of have six-day work weeks right now. So I will get out more episodes of these. And please submit questions. You can submit questions to threequestionspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can go on to ckcollective.co, go over to the podcast tab and just punch in three questions over there as you want as well. And uh, yeah, we will look forward to getting this on the next one. This should be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a number of other locations. So really appreciate you guys listening and all the best to you this week. If you want coaching and consulting, you're working on a side project, whether that's personal or business, I am going to be here for you. And we can always chit chat and have a, a discussion about how to get ahead in the real world. That's all I got for you. Have a great day, y'all, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.